In this episode, we're talking to Stephen Kidd, the owner of the Moon and Sixpence Coffee Shop in Cockermouth. Stephen opened his coffee shop just over four years ago, and it has since become one of the best-loved establishments in our region. It's been quite a year for Stephen. Back in February, he headed out to Costa Rica to spend some time helping out on a coffee farm. He was then faced with all the challenges of lockdown and trying to reshape his business in the aftermath. And in the middle of it all, he became a father for the first time. So thanks, Stephen, for coming over. Pleasure. Really appreciate it, your time today. I know your time is, is rich at the moment here <laughs> with the business and with family. Yeah. So really appreciate it. No, thanks no for coming problem. over. Before we start, it's time to ask you what coffee you'd like um, and how you'd like me to make it. And I get the feeling that you're going to kind of test me a little bit with this one. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, so I believe you have a coffee from... Aquiares, which I'd like. We do. We have that one. I thought you might say that. I have it ready to go. <laughs> I thought you might. Um, and I'd like to do a split shot with that, please. Fabulous. Okay, split shot. The milk side of your split shot. Yeah. Do you want it a little bit foamier or a little bit milkier? More kind of um, flat white flat kind white of style. Okay. Well, you'd... Less milk, maybe. Fabulous. I'll get that going. In yeah. the meantime, it'd be really useful if you could explain what a split shot is. I know you have it on your menu. Okay. Yeah. And probably a lot of people haven't heard of this before. So over to you. What's a split shot? Yeah. So, um, so a split shot generally is something we do in the shop, and it's a way of featuring an espresso both with and without milk. So we do that so you get to taste the coffee two ways. Um, and it just... It's nice to com compare the two together and see how it works with milk and how it tastes black as well. Fabulous. Is it, yeah. is it popular? Um, it's popular with um, people that want to know a bit more about coffee or people that maybe are slightly more interested in coffee or, or, or where it's come from, maybe. Right. Yeah. I know a lot, probably not a lot of people are used to that concept, so... No, I think lots of people don't drink espresso either. Ah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. About, what, about 4% of people yeah, typically so drink espresso? When you kind of say it's an espresso and this, sometimes they're not so keen. So sometimes we can add a little bit of water in there, make it almost Americano-y for them, um, which still hints at what we're trying to do with a split shot. Um, maybe not. But that's what... You do well, though, at the Moon and Sixpence, isn't it? You, you try to understand the customer. Yeah, as much as we can. Yeah. yeah. So rather than kind of having this on my menu and this is it, you're trying to build that link between the customer somehow. Yeah, I think it's all about relationships. And I, for, for me, it's about the customer having the drink that they want, not me saying what they should have. So... Even if something's not on the menu and someone comes in and says, can you do this? I always try to my best to do what they want. Um, another drink we do is, an, is a Misto, which is half water and half steamed milk. And that's quite popular with oh, people wow. as well. Okay. That was so, a new one to me then. Yeah. Sounds. Yeah. So, so that's popular just, with. Um, just with, with a few people that don't want as much milk as a latte, for example. But they still want a milky drink in essence, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. And what did you call that? That's a misto, Americano misto. Wow, okay. I don't think I just made it up. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. We don't mind that. Yeah. So I have your coffee here. 
Um, you're going to probably want some latte out on this, aren't you? Uh, only, depends how you're feeling, Gareth. How I'm feeling. <laughs> latte out is... Um... I'll take a, an 11 stack tulip. Okay, 11. <laughs> I'll go for three. <laughs> okay, that's... I'll nice. challenge myself at three. Yeah. And I'll be happy with that. I thought you were going to say something like, I'll have a swan pattern on top of no. my coffee. That just is never going to happen. Simple and effective is best. <laughs> so here we go. We've got one, two, we've nearly got three. That's not bad for a, I think that looks an like aging barista. Me. Yeah, I think you're doing okay there. Still got it. <laughs> well, yeah. So one thing I suffered over lockdown was my latte act. And practice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you did. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No. All, everything was turned off. I drank black coffee for three months, pretty much wow. at home. So. And I think that surprises people because we have three big espresso machines upstairs here. Yeah. And yet during lockdown, they, we didn't turn them on. No. I think Same. a lot of yeah. 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 As much as I wanted to, um, yeah. I just uh, everything was turned off, and it was it was probably better for me to not go to the shop to be honest, for a little while. So um, yeah. I enjoyed that aspect of it, definitely. Yeah. And it's, I kind of go between drinking milky coffee and black coffee as well. So um, it was quite nice to just try black coffees at home and not have all the gear and concentrate on my home kit, I guess, <laughs> and making that as good as it could be. Because of course, if it's like us, we loved coffee. I mean, the reason yeah. we have this business today is because we enjoyed the, the, the culture of coffee, drinking coffee. And I think in the early days for us, that the business robbed that from us. Yeah. When you come to work all day, I'm sure people are, won't understand this, but mm. when you come to work all day and you, your work is coffee, it's sometimes hard to find that passion after hours. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I get that. I think we went into this because of passion and I'm still in this because of passion, but yeah, sometimes it kind of, you, you lose that aspect. I think it's quite important to reintroduce that quite often into your work as well. So you don't get disheartened by it. Maybe yeah, I agree. I um, agree. because it's important to keep that passion there. So you're still doing as good as you can. Really. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And f I think what's changed here over lockdown is, um, we got into videoing and YouTube videos and it's the best thing we did, not because of the video content, mm -hmm. but because it's pushing us back down this route of exploring coffee for yeah. video content. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think you're right, building that into your working routine, building that, you know, finding new, new coffees, new ways of doing things is mm. so important. I think it's that rediscovery of old and of new stuff and, yeah. and things that you maybe thought about a long time and forgot about sometimes come back to you and Yes. You maybe have a bit of time that you can actually try and do that. Yeah, I agree. And lockdown afforded that. It did, for I me, agree. I think. Yeah, and and, and us. Um, some space to kind of think and rethink yeah. things. So, I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the coffee drinking is yeah. Acreara's estate. Now, this is quite a special coffee. We've never done anything like this before. You went out to Costa Rica back in February. That's right, yeah. Just so... My last what? holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last time yeah. we were all getting a chance to go places like that. But what prompted you to want to suddenly do this? Do that. Um, well, I think I'd always wanted to do it from, from the start of, of being involved in coffee. Um, I, I think I wanted to go and experience firsthand what a farm was like and what the processes were like there. Um, 
and also just to see it and experience it. Um, I think you can you can read, you can watch videos, you can yeah. do all of that, but until you've kind of stood in the middle of a farm and picked a coffee cherry off off the plant and eaten it, I don't. That's really important for me to follow from from the start to the end. Um, I wanted to find a new respect for for it and what the the farmers do and the workers do. Um, so it was important for me and it was always important for me to go and do that link in the chain, I guess. Yeah. Um, I kind of ticked all the boxes of barista and I'd just not done the farm bit. Yeah. So I, it was, I really wanted to go and do that. So Fantastic. that's why. Great experience. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um, just the, the whole, the whole process of being there and seeing it firsthand and spending time with such a passionate farmer as well. Um, was was crazy impressive um and just the farm there as well it was um nice to see all aspects it wasn't just the picking it, they had the processing plant they had the the um the greenhouses for drying in and things so they, it ticked every box that um, fabulous i wanted it to yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i mean we've used coffee from diego's farm for for years mm-hmm. and if people don't know about a lot of people don't, know, don't appreciate the fact that some farms everything's in-house yeah so mm. they they grow the coffee they go through the whole process of processing it and bagging it up yeah which is what diego does yeah whereas in other farms they're too small yeah all mm. they do is grow the cherry and they literally sell the cherry on to processing mills yeah that's right so, so to see it all in one place was yeah. really good and he's doing some exciting stuff he is definitely i think um so i met his dad as well who right. who, who bought the farm back in the 70s 80s i think maybe even prior to that um and his dad didn't even really like coffee it was a business um move more so for him um whereas diego now kind of is really really pushing everything to do it so it's quite interesting to see how someone who maybe had milk and sugar in their coffee their son has come through and he's blazing all of these new um, ideas and the farm itself does a lot of um, cross pollination with with coffee and okay. new, and new um, varietals and things right. as well. So to see all of that and trees being grafted and a mini garden of all of these different trees was was really cool. Yeah, and you got to pick coffee. I did get to pick coffee. Yeah. <laughs> now is that easy work? Is that hard work? Um, that was really hard work. Um, we were there at the end of the season, so there wasn't. A great deal of cherries on the trees but um it it was proper graft yeah. um i think we did about two hours work um and i made about three pounds something like that wow um i mean obviously at the height of season when the the, the plants are a full well i hope i would have been better than that but <laughs> um but yeah it was very tough work yeah. and um, it's selective picking isn't it, it is they just pick picking. the ripe that was what was so impressive for me for, from even the workers, their standards of, of picking were incredible. You know, I had these other pickers come in and they were looking through my basket and throwing out ones that I picked. <laughs> and, you know, just to see that, yeah. see everybody working as one to, to give the best product, I think was the most impressive thing wow. overall on the farm wow. was it was a community driven thing, which was great. Um, and great to be part of but yeah picking i wouldn't um i wouldn't want that as a job necessarily wow. um 
and it's skill. It's a, it's a skill, yeah. really. To... And I think, I think we forget that. We forget how skilled that side of the whole thing is. Yeah. We, yeah. we rely, as a roaster, I think, we rely on the quality of the green beans. It's, it's all too easy to get wrapped in, up in the coffee roaster yeah. and what the coffee mm -hmm. roaster does. Our philosophy here has always been that actually it's all about the green beans. Yeah. Great green beans coming in and we can do something with them. We, I suppose I've always thought we shouldn't mess it up. Yeah, there's a lot of responsibility for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you're drinking, you know, possibly not the coffee you've actually physically picked, but you got, there was two coffees that came from the farm mm -hmm. um, that we've had this season specifically for you. Yeah. The first one was really interesting. It was something yeah, you asked me to find. It was, yeah. Um, so while we were there, like I, I just mentioned before, the, the new varietals that we were doing, we did a lot of cupping with Diego while we were there. And every time there was a Centro Americano um, varietal, and it was always a natural or an anaerobic natural, and it was always the coffee that stood out on the table. Right. Um, which you you challenged very me to kindly get <laughs> managed to uh, <laughs> to get me some of it. So, yeah, yeah. It was a fabulous coffee. It was. It was amazing. really, really good. Really, I agree. Really, just I'd call it a journey coffee. Um, yeah. So lots going on at the front and at the end, and as it cooled down, it was a coffee that I want to sit down for an hour with, not just something to to drink. To drink. Yeah, yeah. fabulous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we yeah. really enjoyed it. There wasn't yeah. much of it around. I know that. Yeah, and we got less than we expected, people, but some, um, some yeah. lucky people got to try that yeah, coffee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then now we have coming in, we've got um, another coffee from from Diego. Um, he calls his now Don Don Alfonso. Is that yeah, his, that's his dad. That's yeah. his dad. Yeah, that's his so dad. the yeah. special lots that come out of uh -huh. um, his farm, he calls them the Don Alfonso lots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've got another one here, which is Aquarius Estate, which we've done as a single origin espresso for you. Yeah. Which you're drinking now. That's right. Yeah. It's very tasty. It's um, easy. It's very easy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's an easy, chocolatey kind of smooth yeah. drink, definitely. Yeah. I yeah. agree. It's just, it's, it doesn't have the excitement that that anaerobic natural did. No. But you can just drink Completely different. It. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, drink, a coffee I'd, I'd happily drink all day. Um, works as the espresso, which I've drank already. And then with the milk, it cuts through that nicely as well. It's not kind of overpowering, just, just complimentary. So, Fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's really exciting as well. So this is the same farm, same farmer. Yeah. And we've suddenly found ourselves with two coffees that are just massively different. In fact, yeah. you'd almost think they were from different countries in a sense. They yeah. are so different. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think so. I mean, I think for the, from those varietals and crossing, there's almost kind of an African vibe to some right. coffees coming out of Costa Rica, and that's amazing. Yeah. And that's why I love coffee, because yeah. you're always discovering these new things that you would never expect to yeah. happen, and you know, all these different people are trying to do different things, which you can kind of latch onto and enjoy yourself as well yeah. and play with. So it's a, yeah, it's a constantly changing world, I think. I, I um, totally agree. It's really exciting. Which is able to keep your passion because of that yes, as well. Absolutely. You kind of reignite constantly those those views I yeah, think. So, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. Let's move on to Moon and Sixpence because yeah. um it's been four years. Um yeah. and we've been really lucky and privileged to be a part of that journey <laughs> well, with you. And likewise. it it's you know, it truly is a 
fabulous place to go. If you've never had a chance to go there, it's a unique experience in the way that you deliver it. But to give people a flavour of it, so forget about what's happened over the past months, okay? Yeah. This is not about, <laughs> about what we're delivering today, but before February, when you went out to the Origin, what was the Moon and Sixpence like? How would you describe it? Um, it's a difficult one. Um, what was it like? It was hustle and bustle and um, busy and lots of people being together, having a nice time is kind of how I would say it. It was a, it, it is, it, it's not, it was, it is. It is, it is. It is a very community driven shop Yes. that is very friendly agree. and service driven. So we, we really look after our customers that come in there. Um, and just, a, I mean, for me, obviously I'm biased, but it's a really nice place to go and sit and have a coffee from the atmosphere to the service, to the people you meet in there, um, they all kind of add up to what the Moon and Sixpence is and stands for, yes. I guess, yeah. I, I would agree. I, there's very few places I've been where the, the proprietor welcomes everybody in the way yeah. that you guys do. Yeah. And it seems to work through to the staff as well. It's not, you know, when you're on the floor, I notice it, I see it, mm. but I think the staff pick up on it as well. Yeah. And the welcome is... Well, that's, that's the most important bit, yeah. isn't it? Um, I I mean, I put as much of myself into that business yes. as, as possible. And I think for, for people that know me, they kind of see elements of, of my character in there uh, as well. But the, the welcome is, is the key. And I, I take that throughout all hospitality. If I agree. As soon as you walk in, you should be greeted and um, looked after. Yeah. I think I, I want the, the customer to feel as soon as they walk through the door that they, they're going to get whatever they want to get from yeah. the coffee and and more hopefully yeah. actually yeah I, th I think you're yeah. right i think i think we've got to move away from a hospitality industry that just serves people like carries yeah. items takes orders yeah almost a, in a robotic sense to this embracing welcoming mm -hmm. um industry yeah um but also we've got to charge people accordingly yeah, that's that and balance, that's something that stands it? out in the moon and sixpence mm -hmm. is that you know you were coffee and cake and some smaller bites to yeah, eat. Yeah, coffee, cake. Then we, we make um, in-house sourdough and we did pastries, really scones, things yeah. like that. Um, so, yeah, very, I'm, I'm super lucky with the, the team of people that, that I have working there as well. They're all kind of very passionate they about are. what they do as well. And, you know, it's not all coffee. I, we kind of trade skills with each other and, you know, whether it's from fermenting onions or something to making bread we all kind of trade our skills and, and passions and i think everyone's happy to learn from each other and and share that i think yeah. that's what makes it so good really yeah i think you're absolutely yeah. right so having said all that it must be you know today it's different i could cry yeah temporarily <laughs> <laughs> temporarily yeah. like us all you've yeah. had to change how it operates yeah no a hundred percent and for, for the right reasons as well i think yes from on my perspective, um, I mean, yeah, obviously lockdown happened. We closed that day as soon as we, we could. Um, and then, yeah, two, two, nearly three months at home kind of mulling stuff over. And then, um, yeah, redid the whole shop so we could run it as a takeaway. Um, and we're still doing that now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the shop is very small. Um, it, it, it wouldn't feel right having people in there currently. 
Um, mm. So we, we're literally just serving from the door as a takeaway with some seats outside. And we're in a great town, so there's lots of places to go and sit and enjoy your coffee by the river or wherever you'd like to do that. So, But yeah, very, very different. Yeah. But we're trying to keep some of it on the street, if you like. We're yes. still trying to provide that good service. We're still making really good coffees to, to give to people and... If I get chance, I'll go out and I'll speak to people on the street Brilliant. rather than in-house, if yes. you like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very, very different, um, way more complicated to achieve what we want to, but still doable, I think. Yeah, I think you've done really well. I yeah. think you've, you've faced challenges. Mm. And one of the things we've noticed from our perspective is that, okay, you're in ancillary sales, you're kind of sales of food items you don't yeah. have or are trying to grow again. Yeah, that's right. But coffee sales have been pretty they, they decent. Great. Yeah, I mean, I, um, when, when I opened, I was, only, I was the only coffee place in town, if you like, other than some press button machines in yes. One Stop, etc. Um, but the amount of people that wanted a cup of, <laughs> a cup of coffee was <laughs> astounding, yeah. really. And just the sheer joy of, um, it was quite magical actually, seeing people have their first um, flat white in three yeah. months. That, and they were, you know, the amount of people that said that's my first coffee in X amount of time, um, I'm really looking forward to it. And I was like, well, I really hope I've made that okay for you. I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah, no, I did, definitely. Uh, we always do. But yeah, the, the, it was something that people missed. I think I through, through lockdown, yeah, including me, yeah. I missed it. The, yeah. the day my machine was turned on, I went way too far. <laughs> I probably drank about six flat whites wow. and regretted it for the afternoon. Yeah, you do. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and I think the one thing that again I've I've noticed is your retail bag sales because mm -hmm. um, someone mentioned this to me recently that we created a, a whole nation of coffee lovers and coffee consumers. And then we closed every single coffee shop for a three-month <laughs> yeah. period. Yeah. So everyone started to brew coffee at home. Yeah, yeah. And what's been fascinating is your retail sales yeah. are flying at the moment. Yeah. Well, I think that's partly to do with pre-COVID and us building relationships yeah. with customers. And then, you, you know, you, I think the, the most amazing thing for me is someone that comes in, says they don't like drinking coffee and then orders a tea or something like that. But that, for me, then is a target. Yeah. Um, so I will try my best to kind of find something that they like. Um, and we've done that with quite a few customers, and, you know, now they're drinking black coffee. So that to watch amazing. that journey with them yeah. and, and to be on that journey with them as well is, is pretty special. But then that goes into them, obviously, wanting to try different coffees at home and, yeah. then, and then things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. I think that's something our industry has to, I think we need to grow up as a, as a specialty industry. Those people mm. who either don't drink coffee or yeah. don't drink specialty coffee mm -hmm. have to be our target consumer base. Yeah. If we can't try or move more people mm -hmm. into our kind of coffee industry, then we need, we can't yeah. grow. No, there's no room is no. there without new people, yeah. I think. So it's kind of... That, that converting them from what they are drinking into what we're serving almost. Um, but yeah, it still, <clears throat> it still kind of surprises me how many people drink not very good coffee 
unfortunately. So you but, were surprised. It breaks my heart. Yeah, well, well, me as well. But it's kind of that. That's their cho- their choices, isn't it? it as is. well. So um, all we can do, I guess, is show them a different way of doing it, and maybe hoping that they appreciate that as well. I think they will. What I've learned in the past is if people try better, yeah. they find it really hard to go back. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. and I think you guys know coffee. You guys do coffee well. And I think there's been a bit of a tendency over the past four or five years for kind of things like latte art to dominate mm-hmm. yeah. our industry. Yeah. So you can go into a place and be presented with the most beautiful cup of coffee. Yeah. And then be hugely disappointed when you take that first sip. Yeah. I feel like you focus as much on the coffee itself. Uh, yeah. I mean, for the first thing... I want it to taste good. I don't, it, it, it just has to taste good. It does. And then you get to play around with, yes. you know, how pretty it looks afterwards. Yeah. Um, there's no point in prettifying set. I could use a different uh, yeah. analogy, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it needs to taste good. I it doesn't matter if, you know, it's, there's no pattern on there. If no. it tastes good, I'll be impressed. I think. I, I, yeah. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. I've, I've been disappointed so yeah. many times when I'd rather just have a plain looking coffee, but be thrilled with the flavour underneath yeah. than yeah. have people stress too much about that, that finish. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it is beautiful to have a coffee that yeah. has beautiful art yes. and tastes beautiful. That's like the that's optimum, the ultimate. isn't it? Yeah, that's, I agree. That's the, the the part you want to get I to, totally but agree. you know, definitely flavor trumps always. Absolutely, yeah. totally agree. Mm-hmm. Going beyond the the business, um, uh-huh. if you're anything like myself, um, lockdown gave me time as a business owner to to look at home life. Yeah. Now we didn't close, so the, this business stayed open every day. Yeah. I and myself were here every single day, um, but there was a bit more time around the the end of the days. We had a bit more flexibility. Yeah. Um, I took up horse riding. Okay. Um, which was really interesting. Yeah. Um, now I know that you had um, something very exciting <laughs> happen to you during yeah, lockdown. Lo- loads of stuff exciting, around, worrying, so. um, everything. <laughs> Daunting. Yeah. You became um, a father for the first time. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I know we've said that thank before you. now, yeah, but no, thank you very has, much. I mean, how's that going? Um, that's going well. It's a good job. I have a lot of coffee around <laughs> at home and at work. Um, yeah. So. It's it's definitely a game changer for life. Um, sure. You know, we even even through through the pregnancy and through the whole birth as well. During COVID was not your normal. No. I don't think either. So, um, but yeah, everybody super healthy, having an amazing partner and an amazing son now. So that's um, so amazing to hear. But yeah, it's it balancing everything has yeah. its um, has its problems, but. I mean, lockdown was incredible because obviously um, you got mater- you got paternity, <laughs> yeah, you got paternity for for a long time, and we just managed to really um, relax and and enjoy being together. I guess for for a while before yeah. this little young bundle of fun came along, um, and and prepare, I guess, for it a yeah. little bit as well. Yeah. Um, and he was early, so it was probably best we had a bit of time to wow. to do that with yeah. as well. But no, it's it's been great, um, and I am finding the balance with it. Um, but it's difficult. I never doubted that you would somehow. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And no, you've it's... got a budding barista for yeah, the future there. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to walk and then he'll be working straight away. <laughs> <laughs> he's not actually been in the shop yet, you know. Oh, wow. He's sat outside, but he's not been in, so... Uh, it's a whole new experience. That's going to be yeah. an interesting one. It is quite crazy to think about that, because had we been open, you know, he would have been passed around to yes. all my regulars and... You know, all that kind of stuff, and um, we can't do that, which no. is quite sad. Um, you're yeah. almost robbed, you feel robbed a little bit of that. Um, but, you know, it, the, the times are what they are, so he still gets to wave at people from the carrier and from his pram. <laughs> but you're right, it's, they're, they're, a, they're, you know, I worry about, you know, how much coffee we're selling this week from mm. week to week is one of my worries, but I totally agree yeah. with you, you know, I have family... Yeah. Our family live a long way away. Yeah. Um, we're really struggling to know whether to go and visit them. Yeah. You know, my mum is in her 70s, she's healthy, mm. she's fit. And Hara's mum's the same age. They're doing okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and we don't know whether we should be going, going there to see going them. And seeing them, yeah. Because um, mm. we go there and see them. Are we taking anything with us? Yeah. yeah it's really... It's, it's that worry, isn't it? It's a always, real worry. Yeah. I think yeah. if they were close... We'd have bitten the bullet by now. We'd have been seeing been. them regularly. Yeah. But every time we think about going down, something crops up in the news and you think... Yeah, should I? Yeah. yeah. So those little opportunities of being with family are being... Taken away. Taken away. Yeah. I mean, I'm very lucky. All my family kind of live in, yeah. in the area. So um, we, we, we have seen them and, it, and it's been lovely to see yeah. them. So, and especially with the... The, the little newborn, absolutely. Kind of, I don't think anything would have stopped my mum coming wherever we were to um, I bet. to meet him. So fantastic. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's all it's all good. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, thank you so much That's for okay. your time today. Really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the coffee. Lovely, delicious. Yeah. yeah. And I know that you've got a busy business to to attend to. <laughs> thank so you, thank you so much. No, my pleasure. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers.